Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It needs stitches, but I'm afraid this is the best we can do for now. Yen had carefully butterfly bandaged together what she could and smothered the rest of my left hand under a gauze mitten. I've got to ask. Yeah, I was already missing that pinky from before. No, no, I was going to ask, what the hell happened in there? I looked at Jerry, who was standing shirtless next to me and applying his own bandages. He gave me the look. The one I'd come to understand is, you're in charge here, buddy. If we were going to tell them the truth... It would need to come from my mouth. If we're going to attempt to cover up, I'd have to be the one to think up a good lie. There was a... There there was a a raccoon. Yen pulled down my shirt collar and shined her flashlight at my millipede leg track marks. A raccoon? You look like you've been put under a sewing machine. Jerry ran with it. That's exactly what happened. Raccoon had a sewing machine gun. It was, it was knocking fucks in there. Hey, do you have any more of that rubbing alcohol? Lucy was pretending not to watch, but even in the dim red glow of the emergency light, I noticed her steal a few passing glances at Jerry's tattoos. An angry voice cut into the air. There's another wild coon running around. You need to do something about it right now before we all get rabies. Lucy snapped back. That's enough out of you. Owen was on the floor a few feet away. His hands zip-tied to the drain pipe below the frozen drink machine. Besides a slight welt on his neck and some frizzled hair, he didn't look too much worse for wear. It's not much worse than when we went into the cooler. On the other side of the room, Bart lay motionless beneath a packing blanket. There was no reason to rush for his sake anymore. I didn't get the whole story. From what I had gathered, Owen had a change of heart about Jerry's plan shortly after the chair went into place. Trapping us inside the cooler. He just couldn't bring himself to surrender his weapon. All pretense of innocence went out the window after Lucy found the CB radio and Owen smashed it into pieces. He needed more time to think, he said, to make sure that everyone was on the same page with their stories. He couldn't risk getting caught up in this. It would have been too much of an inconvenience for a man his level of visibility. Lucy took the gun from him. Owen put up a fight. It ended with him on the floor, zip-tied to a drainage pipe, and I would have paid every penny that I had to see how it went down, but sadly, Lucy was conservative on the details, so I'd have to let my imagination do the work. Bart held on for as long as he could, but it wasn't enough. He passed moments before Lucy opened the cooler door and found us in a pool of blood and vomit. Maybe we should have never tried to stop him. Maybe he would have been fine if he'd gotten to his delivery truck and hit the road. Maybe my decisions were responsible for what happened. There's going to be a whole lot of maybes that I had had to live with, but that depends on me living first. Somewhere inside this poorly lit room was a hyper-intelligent parasitic creature that had been killing and consuming people for eons. And right now, he was hatching a plan to make sure that we didn't leave here alive. Yen had moved on to the line of dots on my chin. The medicine stung like hell, but compared to the millipede, this was a cakewalk. Thanks, I said as she taped up the bandage. So, 
if you're not a doctor, what are you? Like a nurse or something? I'm a vet. You mean like, like a member of the armed forces? No, she said bluntly. Well, that's probably okay. As long as she knows her way around a pack of gauze, I'm happy to have her here. I am. Owen's voice surprised me. Yen turned around and shined the light at him. He had the floor now. I spent 12 years in the Marine Corps. I was stationed in Iraq fighting terrorists while you were in high school. Look, I knew I might have messed up. In the heat of the moment, I discharged my weapon and there was some friendly fire. But I'm not your enemy. If you want help catching the rabid coon, cut me free. Because you won't equip to handle the situation. I don't even need my weapon back. If it makes you feel safer, you can let the little guy hold the gun. I had to assume that he was referring to me by the little guy. It was patronizing, but he may have a point. Not about freeing him, of course, but about us not being equipped to handle the situation. The baseball bat on my side probably wouldn't be enough if we found what we were looking for. Or if it found us. Lucy stepped over to Owen and asked, Where were you stationed? What? She repeated herself a little more forcefully. Where were you stationed, Owen? I told you, Iraq. What base? He hesitated. She continued. What city? I... He shook his head. I don't have time to explain and... I don't have to explain my time in the sir. What kind of weapon were you issued? I, uh... <clears throat> issued an M16. It's a standard. You are in the core for three tours. You should know the answers to this. What size ammo does an M16 use? I... The capital of Iraq. Uh... I... He looked flummoxed. As soon as Lucy turned her back to him, he spewed the words, Hey! Bitch, let me out of here! He thrashed against the pipe, leaning his weight into it, and then fell limp onto the ground, simpering. I turned to Jerry and said, I think it's time. We're gonna need to get the code black box. Jerry had stripped all the way down to his friendship as magic boxers and tossed his soiled clothes into a heap by the front door. You sure? He said. Are you positive that this is worthy of a code black? If this isn't, then I honestly don't want to imagine what is. All right. Be right back. He started for the supply closet until I stopped him. Wait. What? You shouldn't go alone. It's not safe. I mean, what if that... What if that raccoon tries to get you? It's fine, remember? I'm immune to its, uh... Uh, cooties. Yeah, but even if you can't get the, uh cooties for some reason the thing can still rip you apart like a paper shredder lucy walked up to jerry and said i'll go with you we'll stay in groups and if we see any raccoons i'll just take the shot jerry and i both blurted no at the same time why not lucy had already demonstrated an impressive competency to know when to trust people and when to call people on their bullshit she knew something was up I tried for a convincing answer. We need to make sure that it's the right one. I mean, I don't want to waste bullets on an innocent raccoon. She gave me a stare that screamed, I know you're lying, Jack. But she didn't call me out. Yen ventured into the conversation. What kind of raccoons do you have around here? Because I've seen a lot of raccoon attacks in my day, and nothing about this looks right. They're... Advanced, I said. Highly advanced. A minute later, Jerry and Lucy were in the back room with us. He had brought out the meter-long rectangular box labeled Code Black for emergencies only. He had also displayed an excellent amount of initiative by grabbing the Code X box. 
Code X wasn't specific for situations like this. It was really more of a preparation for whenever one of us needed to work on an unexpected double shift without notice. But the contents were incredibly useful. We changed into the spare clothes, sweatpants and black t-shirts, and took turns taking swigs from the bottle of mouthwash and spitting them into the styrofoam cup. I was concerned by just how much blood was in my spit. It was, uh, to put it mildly, well above average. With that minor hygiene maintenance done, we opened the lid to the code black box. Yen gasped. Lucy let out a what the fuck? And Jerry whistled like he didn't already know what was in there. I sighed. Opening this felt like I had just lost some kind of personal challenge. The contents of the code black kit were carefully picked out after detailed consideration of many factors. Jerry and I debated the merit of every single thing that went into it. Nothing here was chosen lightly. I took out the first weapon. A Glock 19 that someone left at the gas station after he didn't need it anymore. Long story. I checked the safety to make sure it still wasn't there, then put the gun into the booth table. Next, I pulled out the old bear trap. There was dried blood on the teeth. Definitely too big to do the job we needed. Next, I pulled out another handgun. Then another. I kept removing weapons, setting each down into the table with care, until I finally found what I was really looking for. At the bottom of the box, taking up the space from one corner to the other, was Jerry's main contribution to the kit. The old katana he found at a garage sale, and spent two weeks sharpening until it was clean enough to shave with. I pulled the weapon out by the sheath and handed it to its rightful owner. Sweet, Jerry said, taking it from me with two hands, the only respectful way to take such a weapon. Next, I went right to work, piling the guns into the belly slack of my new shirt so I could carry them all together. As I transported the guns behind the counter, Lucy started questioning me. And to be honest, it's surprising it took this long. Hey, wait a second. Where are you going with all those things? She followed me closely, which was good because I needed her flashlight to see the numbers on the dial of the store safe. Putting away the stuff we don't need. She walked over and crouched down by my side. It was just us now. She whispered, What's going on, Jack? I tried the dial and answered, May as well tell you the truth. It's not a raccoon that we're looking for. Kind of figured. There's a creature in here with us, and it's... It's what killed Abram. Almost killed me. And Jerry. I turned the knob and opened the safe, then immediately started stacking the guns inside. Lucy asked, If there's a killer monster inside this building, why are you getting rid of the only things we have to defend ourselves with? Because, I answered, it's smart. It knows what weapons are, and it can take over our minds. A gun won't kill it. If it infects one of us when we're armed, if it manages to get a hold of a gun, that's game over. Can't let it use our weapons against us. I looked into her eyes for any sign of doubt or sympathy. I tried to study her to see if she was buying it. But she looked like she was doing the same thing to me, studying my face. We just watched one another for a heavy, solid moment until she looked down, pulled out Owen's handgun, and handed it over. Well, in that case, don't forget this one. I dropped it inside the safe, closed the door, and spun the dial. Thanks, I said. Turns out, Yen's impressive voice translates into even more impressive screams. This wasn't like the noise that she made when she found Abram. No, this was twice as loud. I felt it in my bones. My first thought as we jumped to our feet was, Oh God, that thing has gotten a hold of Yen! But then Lucy shined her light into the room and I realized 
I was wrong. The Millipede Queen had found herself a new host. And now, Bart's body was standing in the middle of the room, staring at his hands and wriggling each of his fingers, a crazy smile on his face. Jerry held the sword over his head and dramatically unsheathed it. Zombies again, eh? All right. Let's do this. He ran across the room and swung the blade straight down. It lodged itself in the top of Bart's skull about an inch deep and stuck. Jerry pulled, but Bart jumped back, taking the wedged weapon with him. The blade was now protruding from his head like a unicorn horn. Wow, Jerry said. That was not nearly as easy as I thought it was going to be. Bone is hard. Lucy grabbed me by the arm and pulled me to the ground behind the counter. Combination, open the safe, do it now. I can't. Why not? It's on a timer, on, on, on a battery. The safe won't open more than once every eight hours. She grunted. In a flash, she was back on her feet and leapt over the counter. By the time I got to the other side, she had already raced over to the table, grabbed the baseball bat, and cracked it over the zombie Bart's head. It, predictably, had little effect. The zombart lifted his hand, gripped the blade, and pulled it free. See, this is exactly what I was worried about. The monster had gotten a hold of one of our weapons. I knew this was going to happen. I am a genius. Owen was screaming and thrashing. Yen was hiding behind Jerry now, moving in my direction. And the Bart Queen was heading away from all of us? Huh. Good. I quickly realized he was heading towards the door. Ah, bad. Bart lifted the blade and flicked it down, shattering the glass door into a million pieces. The cloud of green flowed inside like a fire hydrant had burst. In a matter of seconds, we all lost visibility. The air turned warm, then hot. Tiny wings and legs the size of hairs blasted my skin. I stepped forward, holding my breath and reaching into the fray, hoping against all hope that my fingers would find salvation. I felt skin. Immediately, a hand grasped my wrist and yanked me forward. My eyes were closed, but mayflies coated the lining of my lids, wriggling to get underneath. Whoever was holding my arm continued to pull, so I continued to follow, until finally, they fell to the ground, taking me with them. As soon as my hands touched the floor, I regained my bearings. I'd know this sticky concrete anywhere. We were inside the storage closet again. Which meant... Which meant... I felt my way along the floor until I reached the corner. There was a box here. A code blue. Code blues, where is it? I found what I could only hope was the correct cardboard box. I ripped it open. I reached inside and felt around until... Eureka! The flashlight! The normal flashlight! As soon as I clicked it on, the swarm surged loudly enough for me to be able to hear it like a tempest wave crashing against the sides of a boat. Green spattered the walls as some of the bugs became victims of their own air stampede. With all the strength I had remaining, I tossed it out the doorway. The cloud of bugs, now a solid wall of green, heaved in unison after it, catching it, freezing it in midair, and quickly consuming it. Jerry slammed the door shut and slid the deadbolt into place. Why, you might ask, does our supply closet have a deadbolt from the inside? Obviously for just such an occasion as this. I hacked up and wiped dead bug guts off myself, and soon, soon I became aware that I wasn't the only one. Next to me, Lucy was feverishly pinching off the remaining insects and stomping or clapping them into oblivion. Next to her, Yen sat with her back against the wall, staring at something miles away. I couldn't believe it. In the chaos, we all grabbed each other's hands and worked our way to safety. We were all safe! Wait. No. No, that's not exactly right. I counted heads just to make sure. Oh, yeah. Looks like somebody didn't make it. 
Another asshole mayfly tried racing up my nose. I pinched it and wiped the gooey mess onto my shirt. Then, quite unexpectedly, the doors of reality fell off their hinges. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.